Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been it's been a while since I've seen you guys. Happy New Year. I definitely didn't anticipate on taking this much time off from the podcast. I think it's been two, maybe three weeks. I need to like double check when I last uploaded. Um, we had the holidays and I definitely knew that I wanted to take some time to just be with my family um, and my friends and my loved ones. And I did that. And then as you can probably hear in my voice, um, I got hit with such a strong ascension flu, which I will dedicate a whole episode to ascension or spiritual flus. Um, what I've experienced this time around, um, I've had it before. We can talk a little bit about it now. Um, but there is just so much that I want to kind of dive into um, about the new year and kind of chat about because I was talking to one of my friends yesterday and, you know, having been, I guess, sick. I don't really like saying sick because it's like, yes, it manifested as a cold, but it is very different than a cold or just being ill. Um, so, you know, being, I guess, sick for the first week, like I was sick from the 30th until today's you know, we're quite a bit of a ways into January now. We're a week into January. So it's been a time. Um, so I want to talk about a few things, things that kind of have come up in my personal conversations surrounding the new year, um, kind of where I'm at and yeah, just chat with you all. So let's jump into it. So I guess let's start off by talking about Ascension Flow just really briefly. I am going to have a whole episode dedicated um for you guys on like how to know it's ascension flu and how to deal with it um but I basically took time off which I wasn't anticipating I it's actually so funny how (laughs) spirit works um I was not planning on taking any time off this holiday season like I was just gonna see clients work all the way through go home when I could and um I actually woke up the day before I decided to take, um, or the day before I announced to my clients that I was taking holiday, I woke up and it was just, I had a few really interesting Tuesdays, <laughs> um, in the month of December that were just these like really big release days. And they came back to back. Like it was like every Tuesday for a couple of Tuesdays. And I was like, damn, like what is going on? And I was guided uh, to take some time off for the holiday season, not power through, and it was um, very adamant, and I didn't quite understand why. I, I think I had been working so hard, you know, leading up to the release of Sweet Daisies on December 12th that I hadn't I really hadn't taken any time to like digest what I was doing, digest what I had done with becoming an author and releasing my very first book, which by the way, you can get my very first poetry collection with the link um, in the description. And 
Thank you so much, by the way, for all of your feedback, for those of you who um, have been purchasing it and sending me all of your thoughts. And yeah, it's really great to see. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm so glad that you're enjoying it and that it's helping you through um, your own experiences, your own heartbreak, your own awakening and things like that. So I really just like powered through and I didn't take time to integrate, to sit with it, to really understand the magnitude of what I had just done. And in all honesty, I think it still hasn't like really fully hit me. And I'm seeing two, 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 as I'm saying that on the recording timer. So like, you know, I, I think that's why I'm kind of in this, um, energy of, of being slowed down. Um, and so when my guides were like, you're taking a break, like this is, it's non-negotiable. Like let everyone know in sessions tomorrow, it's done. You're taking a break. We're not arguing about this. Like this is really not, um, obviously I have free will, like we all do. And I could have powered through, but when, when my guides come through in, in this way, I typically know, um, just listen, don't fight this. Just listen. It was really uncomfortable too. And then I had to sit back and and think about why did it feel so uncomfortable to take a break? Um, and, and so I, I did, I sat with that and I think it was because I didn't think I actually needed a break, which is by the way, when you need it most, um, if you feel like you've just been pushing and pushing and you don't need a break because you're in this momentum and you're just going, um, you're actually past a threshold that is about to lead to burnout without you even recognizing it. So for my fire and air signs or anyone who's just super, super passionate and kind of likes to trailblaze things, um, that's a little tip. If you want to avoid burnout in 2023, um, take the breaks before you need the breaks. So I took this break and I was so happy once I did. I was like, wow, oh my God, like this is so nice. Like I just, I have no commitments. Um, I just get to kind of live my days how I want to. And I went home and I saw family and we celebrated Christmas and things were lovely and beautiful. And my parents came to visit um, here where I live. We live in different cities. So that was really lovely as well. And it was so interesting because I haven't been sick since December of 2019. And I'm not kidding. Um, I got, quote, sick whenever I detoxed from pharmaceuticals. Um, I was on a prescription for anti-anxiety meds that I detoxed in February of 2020. And I um, was a little bit, I had a bit of withdrawal um, in May and June of 2021 when I got sober like permanently and those weren't like colds those are like really um like specific type of experiences so when when we're talking about like flus colds food poisoning I literally have not been sick since December 2019 and it's so interesting because ascension flu you can feel, you know what, what's coming because um, there's a lot of spiritual energy surrounding it. And I kind of got the inkling in November that I was going through these purges and um, I had some really exciting stuff going on um, in my personal life, but also professionally with Sweet Daisies. And in, in this process, there were a lot of limiting beliefs, uh, a lot of stored trauma in my body that was making itself known and releasing. And 
around the holidays, I was like, you know, like I don't get sick. And oddly enough, there was this limiting belief in my head of like, but do I? Like, the, it, and this is what has been purging for me is like any of these collective subconscious beliefs I have internalized in some way because we all hold on to collective um, beliefs in the subconscious and the psyche. And once you work through your own personal ancestral and past life beliefs, you end up working through collective beliefs. And I was like, hmm, do I not get sick though? Like, is that actually true? Like just like collective ego kind of gnawing in the back of my mind. And I just had this psychic sense of like, I'm, I'm going to get sick. Um, because this belief keeps this, this limiting belief keeps coming up. I'm about to get sick. And that's usually like one of the telltale signs of Ascension flu. Like, you know, you're about to get sick. And I knew it in December of 2019 as well. And the last time I had it this bad, um, I honestly feel like it's been worse this time around. Just, and we'll talk about kind of like why. Um, but it was whenever my mediumship clairs were activating, um, like coming into full fucking force um, at the end of 2019. And I, that was brutal. But I think the difference in why it was so much more easy to navigate in 2019 is because I couldn't afford food. <laughs> and oddly enough, like you'd think that you need nutrients to fight this, but it's a spiritual flu. So um, like detoxing and fasting is actually really conducive to the experience as where this time around, like I have been so averted to food, like, like it's just it's actually like nauseating. Um, but then there were certain foods that I would want to eat. Like yesterday I ordered like an apple fritter from a gluten-free bakery. And last week I had a pizza from Domino's and I couldn't eat it all. And it felt like shards of glass moving down my throat. Um, but you know, it's just been these like really weird things. And I'm kind of woke up this morning and I realized like, oh, my body is craving toxic foods because it just purged a bunch of toxicity. So I need to be really mindful of that. So before I started recording this, I had kale chips, which were delicious. Um, and I'm really just trying to like stay hydrated and everything, but it hit so bad. And it was mainly because I guest taught for a colleague of mine, um, Emily, the medium who we've had on the podcast to talk about spirit babies and she'll be back again this year. And I'm so excited to do a part two with her, but I was guest teaching for her community, for her membership. And I hadn't channeled, first of all, I was supposed to be taking a break, but we had already had this pre-planned, um, for the end of the year. And I channeled so much in that masterclass for an hour and a half that I literally, I don't know if I've ever, I think I've done it maybe like once or twice where I've depleted my psychic energy that badly. And if you don't already know this about mediums, we don't have this like limitless supply. Um, we have access to a lot of unlimited realms of intelligence and, and divine wisdom and, you know, you know, accessing unity consciousness and becoming more unified with source. But um, in terms of how that's allowed to come through the human vessel, it's not unlimited. Um, we have to very much pace ourselves and it's why um, our prices are what they are. It, there's just like so much energetics to it. Um, and I completely like completely drained my energy that day when I did this call. And 
I was like floating out of body for hours after and like trying to ground, but I felt really, really frantic. And then I got a really bad migraine and I had migraines growing up um, from all the stress of the trauma that was going on. And so I have felt really bad migraines. I have, I've had them. Oh my God, you guys, I was out for over 24 hours. I couldn't move. I couldn't, I could barely breathe. And I wish I was being dramatic when I say I thought I was going to die. Like I literally was like rocking in bed, trying not to vomit, ice pack on my head on my neck nothing is open by the way because this is new year's eve so i couldn't go and get tylenol not that it would have worked anyway i tried to go to like a gas station they had none i had no energy it was so bad i literally that night guys way to go into 2023 which we're going to talk about in this episode because that's kind of related to the conversation i had with one of my friends the other day but I literally like was praying to my higher self. I said, just let me come back to my body alive tomorrow. Let me come back to my body alive tomorrow, which I woke up the next day and was like, what part of my consciousness was that? Because in all honesty, like I'm really not afraid of death. You know, we've talked about it on the podcast. I have quite extensive memory. I'm very comfortable on the other side. Um, But I think it was my body consciousness. Like my body was physically in so much fucking pain that my body was like afraid to die. And that was kind of like the, the, frequency of consciousness that I was in it was really 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 bad um the fact that I woke up the following morning and it was like a little bit better and then in the afternoon I was like finally alive again literally um was like dumbfounding to me like it was really insane and then that night and I had got hit with the fever during the migraine as well and then the night following I got hit with I like lost my voice. I, my fever was so bad and the spiritual flu, the ascension flu, uh, kicked in into full force basically because it was already on its way because I was purging all of these, um, you know, collective limiting beliefs, which also had to do with my past life. Um, you know, it was just really interesting. Like I knew it was coming and, uh, then I burnt myself out psychically and physically and mentally. And it just, you know, created this intense spiritual flu, um, that, which is the other thing too. So on Christmas, the reason I knew that my spiritual flu was like on its way and I was about to get it weirdly enough. So also this episode is like, it's really just like an update and kind of like some advice about like new year, new me, um, fads at at the end. I kind of want to have like a discussion on that like I did with some of my friends, um, you know, the last couple of days. So, you know, stay tuned for that. Cause I, I feel like I have some important, um, like maybe even just like comforting, like insights, depending like where you're at, um, with this whole like new year and your own personal development. But this conversation is definitely not linear. I feel like there's so much to say from the last like three weeks that I just need to catch you guys up on. But on Christmas, In the days leading up to Christmas, I was really feeling connected to my most recent past life, which if you haven't listened to the episode of remembering my past lives and dying in them, I really recommend going and listening to it. Just it'll make so much more sense because I'm not going to get into it all. But um, 
you know, general recap, I was alive during the Second World War and I was imprisoned at a concentration camp and it was not a good time. I had a really horrific death. Um, was just, you know, wasn't a fun time. And the the few days leading up to Christmas and around Christmas, I kept feeling this like pull of like needing to watch something that was going to kind of like consciously immerse me into my past life experience, if that makes sense. And I don't know if I mentioned it in the episode where I talk about this past life, but I have seen this door in my mind. Like it's kind of like this like a metal door. It has a little window on it and it's in a hallway. And on the left side, there are several of these doors. And then at the end of the hallway, it like splits off into like this T this T end, um, where there's then a left hallway and a right hallway and you didn't go down the right hallway. You really didn't want to go down there or you weren't allowed to. And, uh, down the left was, um, like SS offices and things like that. And for so long, I really firmly felt like it was underground and I don't know what the underground reference is. I don't know if it's symbolic or if there is actually something, that I something else that I'm remembering from this past life, whether it was when I was alive in it or like maybe um, out of body in certain experiences or right after I passed, if I did some sort of like looking around, I'm really not sure. But I had felt for so long that this, these rooms in this hallway was underground and I knew I could see it so fucking clearly. I could see it in my mind's eye. And so and I've seen this for years, like just, I've seen this for, it's been almost, almost three years now that I've seen this visual in my mind, maybe even four years. I feel like I started seeing it in 2019, but, um, I always wanted to know like more about what this, what this room was, because I knew, I knew that, and I know that in one of these rooms behind one of these doors, um, was where, um, I died, um, where I was tortured and then died, um, over a, however long of a period. And the torture from what I understood was like three weeks long. And that didn't make a lot of sense to me until, this Christmas where I decided I was like, I need to watch something. So I, I look on Netflix and I'm like looking at these documentaries. I'm like, no, like this isn't it. Like, what is it that I need to watch? And just intuitively, I was like, I need to see the camp again. And I have already visited the camp that I experienced and died in, in this past life, in this lifetime. I was 17. I went to Germany and I went to the camp and, um, I talk about all of this in, in, my in the episode where I talk about this past life and remembering it and everything like that and there is something about me consciously connecting to this lifetime around Christmas that I was like I need I need to see it again I don't know why but I need to see it so I went on YouTube and I typed the name of the camp in and I find this documentary this like bootleg documentary that is like really not well known doesn't have a lot of views i think it had like 2000 views on the youtube channel which is like a great amount of views but like you know what i mean like it's really not this like big well known thing and i'm watching it and you know it's half in german half in english and and i'm paying attention i'm like okay yes like i remember these things this is why i didn't go to these areas whenever i was visiting in this lifetime um and then they they 
they take this this view of this hallway and at first i'm not really paying attention and all of a sudden i see i'm getting i'm going to get emotional here i see the fucking door for the first time in my life any material that um I had witnessed about the war. I have never, ever, 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 ever seen this door. I didn't see it when I visited the camp in this lifetime because I didn't go into this area of the camp. I actually don't even think that this barrack is still up. I don't know. It must be because it's in the documentary. I mean, the documentary is like really old, but anyway. And I literally hit pause and I look at it. And it's 1818. Oh my God, on the recorder. That's so weird. Um, but I, I paused this documentary and I'm like, I audibly said out loud to my spirit guys, I was like, that's the fucking door. That's literally what I've been seeing in my mind's eye. And what was weirder was that when I would see this room and I would remember the memories of being tortured, there was a window in the room. And I always thought, well, that doesn't make sense because why would there be a window in an underground room? It's because the room was never underground. It was in the barrack of solitary confinement, which has just been like a whole other understanding and realization of like, oh, that was part of the torture. Like this makes so much sense. That's why you didn't want to go into this area and why you didn't want to be there. And obviously, you know, there were other things that happened to me while I was in this room, but the entire hallway, um, is exactly what I had been seeing in my mind. The only key difference is that it wasn't underground. And that is something that I'm still trying to understand. I feel like there is something else that I'm remembering, or maybe it's like metaphoric or symbolic in some way. But anyway, it felt really weird. And after watching this and having a really good cry and being like, holy fuck, my past life memories are so fucking vivid. This is fucking insane. I felt... I felt like I let something go from this past life. I just, I felt like, I felt like it was something that I like needed to like let it go, if that makes sense. And then a few days later, I started getting a sore throat and I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I taught the master class, and then the migraine happened and then my ascension flu really kicked into full gear. And so you know, although I I knew an upgrade was coming, just like generally speaking, um, for my DNA and things that, you know, I'm evolving into after publishing a book and everything like that, this, I believe, was so deeply triggered as well by an integration of my own consciousness and a letting go of a very, very painful past life um, for myself. And I feel like on so many levels, I've purged a lot and I'll talk more about that in the future when we talk more about um, like ascension flus and like my experiences with them. But I like in part, like just completely detox an entire frequency of my past life and so many other things like these collective subconscious beliefs that I have in my psyche, like every human does because I'm part of the human collective, like we all are. And it's just been so insane. And I really wanted to get podcast episodes up for you guys last week. And I just didn't have a voice. And I had to cancel all of my sessions last week and take an additional week off of work, which was so like not what I wanted and so necessary at the same time. Like it's just been so weird. And my nose is still stuffed up. And I have like this like intermittent fever that kind of like keeps kind of coming in, coming out. So like I'm not completely 
out of the woods yet, but I'm feeling alive and better and I'm able to like move and like do things. But it's been like such an insane time this holiday season and this new year. Like, I feel like it's so weird because like I didn't celebrate New Year's. I literally could not move. And that kind of like brings me, you know, to this this other conversation um, that I was having with one of my friends the other night. And I hadn't really put a lot of thought into it until she mentioned something. And I was like, you know what? Like, let's talk about this because I've thought about this like very passingly. And we just had this like really deep conversation of how like, you know, new year, new me. And listen, I just want to preface this by saying like, if you have started something new, if you are on new habits, new kicks, new identity, new whatever, I'm really proud of you. And I'm really, really happy for you. And I want you to keep that momentum What I'm about to say is for people who maybe feel like the new year has not been the most optimal start for them and they feel like they're behind, they feel like they're failing, they feel like they're doing something wrong, this is who this conversation is for. Because my friend and I were talking and we were like, you know, like she hasn't had a lot of time to herself in the last, you know, couple of weeks because of the holidays and visiting with loved ones and everything. And I'm the opposite. I've been completely alone, but I haven't been able to do anything because I've literally been bedridden, like purging layers and cellular fucking junk out of my body and out of my DNA. And we were talking about how, you know, it's so easy to fall into the mindset also we're in mercury retrograde by the way um we have been since the 29th and will be until the 17th of january so we could talk about that too but we were talking about how it's like so easy to fall into the mindset of like you're failing because you know you've only worked out this many times and you haven't you know prepped your goals for the month or for the year or you're really not sure what you want to create this year or whatever it is and you know in in talking with her I was kind of just like you know why is it that January 1st has so much weight on reinventing yourself, rebirthing yourself, and really becoming the version of yourself that you want to be. But all of the healing and rebirthing that's done the rest of the year doesn't hold as much weight. And I was telling her how, you know, I've gone through so much rebirth. I went through so much fucking rebirth in 2022. Like it's actually really mind-blowing to me in a really beautiful way um but why is it that because I hadn't started it on January 1st 2022 or because I'm not starting something on January 1st 2023 that all of the rebirths that I've gone through in the rest of the year leading up to this point don't hold as much weight why isn't that socially celebrated just as much as if I were to start now on January 1st let's say like eight days ago and um you know go through this rebirth process and like why do I have to go through another one like I literally just went through a massive fucking rebirthing process publishing a book and letting go of a whole section of my life letting go of a whole entire chapter of my life but because I didn't and like that's something to be so proud of but because I haven't done anything since January 1st quote quote haven't done anything I've been resting and rejuvenating and healing my body and my mind and my spirit and my energy but that's not 
viewed as having your shit together. That's not viewed as successful. It's viewed as failing. It's viewed as doing something wrong. And my friend was also feeling this way because, you know, there are certain things that according to this whole new year, new me fad that she hasn't done either. And it's just like, why, why does everything need a date? Why? And and my friend was saying, she's like, because people need to be told when to do things. And that's part of reclaiming sovereignty and your consciousness and your power, right? Like so much of the 3D collective is waiting to be told when to do things, told when to go to school, told what to learn, told what to believe, told who to be, told when to be who they are. Like there is just so much of being told what to do and when to do it. And that was something that I hadn't considered until she brought it up. But it's like January 1st. And again, like I said, I'm not saying don't have goals. I'm not saying don't reinvent yourself. I'm saying don't wait for a date to do it. Like I'm a Sagittarius. If I don't want to do something, I'm also Taurus rising. So like I've got two really stubborn, like individually led minds here in my being. Um, If I don't want to do something, I'm not doing it. And if I want to do something, there's nothing you can do to stop me from doing it. And I just think it's so interesting that there's so much weight on January 1st. And I know for me, like I really just felt like bothered by the fact that like in society's eyes and like not like deeply bothered in the in the in the way that it would have been like triggering just like I thought it was kind of like a fucked up concept to be like oh yeah like I'm failing because you know I was like literally dead on January 1st and couldn't you know do my whole like new year new me ritual when first of all the Gregorian calendar, come on, what kind of concept of time are we working with with this goddamn calendar year? And people are so quick to say, time doesn't exist. Okay, well, time does, does it does exist. It, it, it very much, it is literally a law that we are working with in this dimension, like it does. Uh, is it an illusion? Yes, but it very much does exist. But the illusion starts with the Gregorian calendar, 12 months rather than 13, because we actually have 13 lunar cycles in a year, which is why we have the, you know, Chinese New Year in February and the astrological New Year in um, spring equinox. Like, it, it is just so weird that this new year comes during a period where the earth is hibernating. And I know it's not hibernating all over the planet because I know different hemispheres are experiencing different things right now. Um, like I think it's summer right now for the Southern Hemisphere. But it's so interesting that we are not following nature's clock. We're not following following the equinoxes. We're not following zodiacs that are conducive to new beginnings. Capricorn is not conducive to a new, new beginning. Like Capricorns are systematic, strategic, set in their ways, disciplined types of creatures. Capricorn season is like really not the time to start something new and definitely not in a Mercury retrograde in the sign of Capricorn. Like it is just so not, like just on an energetic level, it's just so not the time for new beginnings. Um, Especially with Mercury retrograde, like it's going to be really interesting to see who is going to be able to like, stick with this like new year momentum and I hope for everyone's sake that they're able to in some capacity but Mercury retrograde is not the time to start anything new we know this we've talked about this it's a time to reevaluate and kind of just like reflect and reevaluate the past and let go of the past which 
if so basically what I'm saying is if you haven't been on this new year new me grind I don't want you to feel bad about it I don't fucking feel bad about it I want you to recognize all of the rebirthing you did in 2022 or in the last six months or in the last week or in the last 48 hours I really don't care when you've done your rebirthing but try not to put so much weight on this new year new me social fad and social expectation when you don't need external time and external quotas and external whatever to tell you when to rebirth how much your rebirth means because of the time that you did it in like seriously (laughs) like I just have a bit of an axe to grind with that it's like Oh, so the rebirth I went through in Gemini season um, or in Sagittarius season when I published a book, like, you know, like why I just, I'm, I'm just confused as to why we put so much weight during certain periods of time and certain emphasis on things that really don't make any energetic sense um, if we look at it cosmically why so much weight is put on these things and why people have to feel bad about it so basically this conversation I was having with my friend was basically just us being like we're in our own time like there is no rush so if you've been like rushing around being like I've got to sit down and I've got to figure out what I'm doing this year you have all year to figure it out and the thing is every calendar year every fiscal year every Gregorian year it's a marathon not a sprint And I think that's what people fail to recognize. I feel like, honestly, I'm going to say it like I feel it. I feel like January 1st, New Year, New Me has such a hustle culture fucking vibe to it. And I'm not here for it. Like, I'm just not here for it. I I haven't celebrated and done like a proper New Year's in years because I follow the astrological calendar I follow the equinox um because that's when it's the new year like it is literally like Aries season is the beginning of the zodiac like this is like ancient astrology um and that's what I follow because it feels good for me and it makes sense as someone who's you know immersed in in this whole spiritual astrological work that I do right but I feel like there is so much hustle culture with new year, new me. And oh my God, you got to get on your stuff for January. And it's like, why? We just had the holidays. Can we not just sit and slow down and enjoy the marathon? Why is everyone trying to sprint to the finish line? Because the finish line is going to be December 31st of this year. And it's like everyone, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it and I really don't fuck with hustle culture and this is something that has kind of like led me to take time off of social media again which we're going to talk about in a few minutes but I just feel like if you're wanting to have a slow start to the year please know that that doesn't mean that you're not going to be successful there is something that's extremely productive about rest and slowing down in fact The only way you're going to be successful is if you align your feminine energy, your intuitive energy to guide you 
where to take action in your life, right? That's the masculine is the action. But what action are you taking relies solely on your connection with your inner feminine. And that has everything to do with hibernating, going within, taking a bit of a hermit timeout and figuring out what it is that you actually desire without the noise of society's expectations, of hustle culture, of new year, new me bullshit fads, of feeling like you need to change and feeling like where you are isn't already good enough. That's the thing. I And I'm not saying stop evolving. I'm not saying stop becoming a better version of yourself. But I feel like where we are, especially in a collective year seven, which I'm going to do a podcast on as well, is... A collective year seven is extremely spiritual. It's extremely internal and it's extremely philosophical. That's what seven represents in numerology. And this is about recognizing on a deep spiritual core frequency, you are completely enough as you are. You don't need to change to get what you want. Now, asterisk that because, you know, If you have bad habits, but you want to have good habits, you do need to make changes. But I mean you as your core self, as your worth as a human being, you are worthy and inherently deserving of love and abundance and the success you desire without racing yourself, without racing and comparing and competing against people and society and God knows who on the internet. You don't need those measures to become the best version of yourself I think the only person you should ever compare yourself to is yourself like if you're not who you want to be then make the changes to be who you want to be but if you're happy with who you are and the only thing that makes you unhappy with who you are is comparing yourself externally to other people other systems other people's success it's not you that you want to change it's how you perceive the differences of how success and being the ideal version of self can manifest differently for two different people. Does that make sense? Like, I hope this makes sense in the way that, you know, I'm coming across. Like I said, I still have a bit of a fever, so I might just be completely talking out of my ass here. But the my emotions behind this are still the same. Like, I, whether it makes sense or not. So I urge you this Capricorn season for the rest of January um, honestly, for the next like few months, just be like, figure out what you want, spend time with yourself, go into a hermit phase, shut off a little bit from the world, like dull down the outside noise, turn the volume of the outside world down a little bit and actually ask yourself like who you want to be and what you want this year, because it's not going to come from following any sort of trend or going to the gym because it's the new year and you should go to the gym. Like, Who came up with that anyway? Who came up with that? I think if you don't start a gym membership in June, why are you starting it in January? Like, let's talk about that for a minute because it starts with anything, right? But so many people have like these like body changes that they want to make. It's like, why don't you focus on loving yourself enough to want to move your body and to nourish your body and commit to your body in ways that feel good rather than feeling like you have to go to a gym in January and maintain that all year when the gym doesn't fucking feel good for you. Now, for me, the gym feels great. The gym is where I thrive. The fact that I haven't been able to go to the gym in the last 10 days has been a, a bit of a pity party for myself. I'm not going to lie. But that's also because I do something that's inherently very feminine energetically for work and I need a masculine outlet. 
Some people really love Pilates. They really fuck with Pilates. I can't fucking stand Pilates. The only time you'll catch me doing Pilates is during my menstrual cycle. And that's really because I literally just don't have the like energetic reserve in my body to move and lift weight. So I, I have nothing to do but yoga and Pilates. I love yoga. Don't get me wrong. But you know, like why can't you just start something that feels good? And wh- why do you need January 1st to start it? Like, why don't we love ourselves enough to, one, accept our inherent value and worth as we are without any changes, but two, also love ourselves enough to make the changes we want to make for ourselves at any given point. Because if you feel like you have to do it for January 1st for the new year, new me BS, the likelihood of you sticking to it is like slim to none. It's going to dissipate over time because your why is not rooted within self. Your why is rooted within external perception of self. And that's something that I teach my clients, not even just with this new year, new me stuff, but it's like your desires, the changes you want to make, the person you want to be, the job you want to have, the money you want to make. If you want all of those things because you're looking for something outside of yourself and it's not an innate internal desire, it's not going to work out for you because it's not coming from a higher aligned place, but also because you're grasping at something from outside of yourself. Like there is nothing outside of you that is going to make you dedicate to yourself more than your own internal desire and desire for self-love within. Like you need to love yourself and want to change things and achieve things because you simply want them for yourself. Whew. Happy New Year. That's my thoughts on that. Um, and again, I'm not saying that if you have these new habits that you know you should throw them out the window. I think that you just need to connect them with your own internal desires and really ask yourself like why am I doing this? Why do I want this? What am I trying to get out of this? What is this going to give me when I achieve it? Or what do I think it'll give me when I achieve it? For me, for example, I felt like I had to come back to social media. I took a week off whenever I was seeing family and you know, I feel like I feel like some of the psychics in the community at Mads Mess on Instagram probably knew I wasn't going to be back for a while. Um, I, I feel like those of you who were around in the summer of 2021, in August of 2021, when I took my social media break and then just didn't come back for two months, I'm curious to know if some of you kind of felt that way about my December 2022 social media hiatus because um, the energy... It wasn't the same at all, but the desire was. And this is something that I've had to ask myself um, in this new year reflection of like, why do I feel like I have to go back to social media? And there's a lot of reasons, right? Like I, and it's, again, it's not to say that I'm not going back to social media. I will be on Instagram. I miss the stories. I miss getting on there and talking to you all. But I kind of the advice that I'm giving to you is advice that I've taken from myself and my higher self already. It's like, I don't want to feel like I have to show up somewhere. I don't want to feel like I have to do something just because everyone else is doing it. And to figure out what I want, I need to shut out the noise. And when I say the noise, I don't mean the DMs that you send me. I don't mean the interactions that you and I have on, you know, the, the, in the community on Instagram at Mads Mess. 
what I mean by the noise is constantly consuming bits of other people's lives. I have come to be very irritated by constantly seeing everything. Like, that's it. There is, and the thing is, the people that I follow, and I'm going to be doing a massive cleanse when I get back. I already know that. I really only check the stories of my friends. And those are people who I love to see doing different things. I have friends who have gotten engaged recently. I've got friends who are pregnant. I've got kids who have, I've got kids. Hello. I've got friends who have kids who I love seeing. I've got siblings who, you know, have kids who I love seeing on social media. And that's what I keep up with. But I find myself when I go on, you know, the following page or the for you page on TikTok, things are so irritatingly negative. And this is kind of why this whole conversation surrounding like um, shut out the noise, figure out your desires. Like, why do you want to be a new version of yourself this, um, you know, this new year? Like, are you recognizing the competitive and comparative nature of new years and how everyone's just like online seeming to try and like one up each other? Like, and there's just so much negativity on like even my Instagram following page. Like, and it's, I'm not saying like negativity in the sense of like, oh, like this week's collective global trauma or, um, or people talking badly about other people or like drama. I mean, just like the tone of posts is so mm, wounded. And that's not to say that I'm above anyone and I'm not wounded and I don't have things to work through. I do. I'm a human. I literally have just spent the last 10 days purging God knows what out of my system um, from a pretty negative past life from, that caused a lot of negative wounding. Um, but what I mean, it's just like, it's so attached to this constant need to be perfect, to be fully healed, to, um, you know, I see a lot of twin flame content because you guys, since I've recorded the twin flame episode, all I see on my goddamn feed is twin flame this, twin flame that. It's a lot of it is um, coming from the wounded feminine perspective too of like, um, you know, whenever you do this, your masculine is going to respond to this energetically and then union's going to happen. I cannot deal. I literally cannot deal with seeing so many quote collective card readings and quote collective energy updates that all they have to do with is love. And don't get me wrong. I fucking love love. I'm here for love. I love being in love. It is the best thing in the world. I think relationships are a necessary and really expansive part of being human but why has everything in spirituality turned to either being really far left or right politically or only being about manifesting your quote twin flame which for a lot of people is not a twin flame and why is it coming from such an attached like you shouldn't you shouldn't need to get these give these daily collective updates like I there's this page that keeps showing up on my Instagram following page and I swear to God this is what like motivated me to delete the app for the rest of the month and 
God knows how much longer of literally daily collective energy updates for the divine feminine and the divine masculine. And I was like, babes, the energy doesn't change day to day. It really doesn't. It changes, it changes with lunar cycles. It's the same. It's the same. It's going to, it's going to slowly change day to day, but not enough for a goddamn reading. Like people are so attached to this stuff. And then there's, you know, this, there's a lot of, there's just a lot of spiritual ego and a lot of wounded ego that I have been seeing on my Instagram following page and a lot of far left, far right, um, ego reflections on my, on my, um, TikTok for you page. And I don't know how it ended up there. Okay. All I like watching on TikTok is Matt Reif. Okay. Listen, the guy is 23 years old. He's fucking beautiful to look at. He's fucking hilarious. And it, it adds a pep in my step in the day. And then I like seeing different cleaning hacks and I really like, um, different recipes and like little, you know, normal human things like that. But then every other scroll is like, this is a message for you. And it's like, no, it's not. This is an oversaturated platform with an algorithm that is really fucking intelligent and just feeds you more of the things that you've already seen and engaged with or spoken about and that your microphone on your phone has picked up on and things that you're going to be interested in seeing. So it's been like this for months on social media and I just got so annoyed with it which was a part of me wanting to just take a week off of it and just tune out the noise. That's the noise that I'm talking about. Now, obviously you can say, well, Mads, you don't have to look at the For You page and you don't have to look at the following page. And you're right. That's my responsibility to take. I don't. But my human fucking habits are disastrously impaired by this 60 second dopamine kick where I recognize that I go and pick up my phone so many times in a day to go and scroll that I'm not even consciously aware that I'm doing it. And that is a whole other collective problem that it's like a literal social media addiction that I was very humbly met with um, in December when I, you know, the first few days off of social media, I literally, guys, I literally deleted the, the Instagram app off of my phone. And then I did TikTok a few days later. And I deleted the Instagram app and literally right away, my thumb went to go click on the spot where it was because it's that subconsciously ingrained in me. And I know in in the collective, you know, the majority of the collective. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, and then I would be in like the grocery store waiting in line and I would go and I would realize I'm going to look for Instagram. It's like, Why? Why can't I just be present? Why am I trying to, why am I constantly in this need of consuming shit that is not giving me joy? It is not giving me benefit. It is not giving me value of any kind. And, you know, piggybacking off of that, I don't know how the fuck to show up on Instagram. Let me tell you, I don't know how to do it. I have been hitting a wall with Instagram fuck forever. Um, I don't remember it at the beginning of my career being this hard because I think I was just posting whatever the fuck I wanted at the beginning of my career. And I wasn't feeling so pressured to like niche down. And I don't even know what in all honesty. And again, there's like so much with that of like, well, if you're going to post whatever you want, you have to post like an influencer. And if you're a business, then you need to talk about what your business provides. Listen, 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 listen. 
when something feels so goddamn hard, and again, I'm not saying that when things feel hard that you should um, back down. That's not what I'm saying. Because sometimes figuring out what I'm going to talk to you guys on the podcast is a bit challenging. I'm like, hmm, what am I presenting to them this week? Sometimes the podcast has been so easy for me, which by the way, I had a goal before the end of the year to hit 10,000 downloads and we hit 10 and a half K. So I just want to thank you guys for that. We're over 11 K as of the day that I'm recording this. And I cannot thank you enough. I saw that we have more reviews on the podcast as well. If you're new and you're listening and you haven't reviewed, or you've been listening and you haven't reviewed, please leave me a review. Um, seriously, like podcasting seems so easy sitting here and talking to you about things and speaking my mind and teaching things, teaching very complex topics is super, super easy for me. But when it comes to Instagram, even TikTok, like figuring out how to take what I understand as a very complex and a very intricate conversation and topic and understanding and concept and trying to put it into a 10 page carousel um, or a three point thing like people this is a thing people don't read on Instagram like if it's more than five words I swear to god people are not absorbing it and that's something that even I've noticed for myself it's like I'm not reading all of this but it's like the things that I teach about the things I channel the things I have access to informationally cosmically I have for the last year really fucking hit a wall with how to put that into short form content I don't know what it is I sit there and I plan these strategies and I have content ideas but it's like every time I go to do it a fucking wall is built I tear the wall down I try no fucking wall is built and I was talking to one of my friends when I started taking the social media break and I was telling her, I think like I'm taking a lot of time off social media because I keep hitting this wall. And as I was telling her this, I was like, you know, that reminds me of this quote of like, you know, sometimes you keep, keep hitting a wall because you're meant to, to lean on it and rest. And as soon as I remember that quote, I just like, I even have goosebumps now, like talking about it. It's like, why am I trying to break down this wall? And how do I even want to show up on social media? do I even want to show up on social media is actually the bigger question, which has a really complex answer to it in all honesty, which is something that I'll talk to you guys once I kind of sit with myself more and figure out where I'm going from here. And it's not that I don't value everyone on the Insta in the Instagram community. I do. It's just I keep hitting a wall with it and I don't know why and I need the silence to fucking figure that out. And I think too, when we look at this like comparative and competitive nature that so many people are just like moving with online, that at least that's what I'm seeing with people online, not people that I follow, but like, again, like in these like for you pages and these following pages, it's just like this and this and this and this and this. It's like, oh my God, can, can we all just shut up? and sit down and be quiet and present and actually figure ourselves out. Mind you, a lot of people have figured themselves out and how they want to show up on social media. It's just so loud and I just don't feel like dealing with it right now. And it kind of plays into this whole like new year, new me stuff of 
just needing the silence um, of not wanting the noise of not wanting to have to do something because other people are doing it and I'm a firm believer that the things that you're meant to be doing in a spiritually led business are going to feel relatively easy um now again today for example I'm not saying that challenge doesn't come with it for example today my podcasting software went through an update and I had to spend an hour and a half trying to figure out why the the software I paid for was saying that I hadn't paid for it and how to reactivate that on my laptop an hour and a half it's mercury retrograde love technology glitches I figured it out that's not a challenge where I would say, oh, it's not meant to be. It's just a, okay, there's like a little delay here. I need to figure this out. And it's worth it because once I get this microphone out and I sit in my software and I start talking, it's going to feel so easy. It's going to feel really organic, even if it's a little nonlinear and messy today. But it feels easy and that is reflected in the feedback I get from all of you who are listening. As we're on Instagram, it just feels it feels dead. It feels really dead. I feel like I'm putting things out on, on Instagram because I have to. And I don't ever, I am in this, I really, really hate hustle culture. And I'm not saying don't work hard. I think that we should work hard. I've been working really hard actually on some stuff for you guys. Um, I'm doing 22 days of blog posts the month of January, which the first five are, are already up on my website. I will link it below. We talk about intuition consciousness existence beyond earth and other life-forming carnations um the dimensions of consciousness um why the heart is the most important chakra in your being and how it connects you to your intuition like and those these blog articles take on average like three to six hours to write um for the most part the really long ones i think the one going up the day that you're hearing this is a bit shorter um because I'm still not feeling so great. So I'm, I think I'm just going to write something a little bit um, more to the point. But, you know, those things, those long form pieces of content, hell, even fucking filming a YouTube video and editing it and thumbnailing it. And that takes, honestly, guys, a lot more work than you would think. Like, again, it takes hours. But I can't explain how much easier it feels and how much more joy and just ease that I get from doing those things than trying to figure out how to put a macrocosmic concept that has so many layers and dimensions of intricacy and complexity into a 30 to 90 second reel. I don't know. I, I haven't cracked it yet. I'm really envious of people who have, in all honesty. I haven't figured it out yet. Um, and I'm trying to because I want to in some capacity, but then I'm like, why do I want to? So that's something that I need to figure out during my time off of Instagram. Um, I feel like I'm even being drawn a little bit more to TikTok rather than Instagram, which is interesting. Um, I think one of my TikToks is just one of my TikToks from 2020 is like really go in. 2020, 2021 is like really starting to gain traction again about aliens, which is really interesting. Um, so I just, I don't know what it is, um, but I want to take the time to figure that out. And I think for me, like I just want, I want it to feel like I don't have to do things, but because I want to do things because I enjoy it. And every time I get in that energy of doing things simply because I enjoy it, I see a lot more payoff in a lot of different ways 
um, whether it's community response or engagement or even just the way I feel about the content that I put out, which translates to those things anyway, because I'm in a lot higher of spirits and frequency with it. So I don't know. My point is, is that I feel like there's just this very competitive and comparative nature um, that we all experience to some degree or another of how to show up, when to show up, why you're showing up. And I think that, you know, this new year is an opportunity to just go inward and figure out what you want and the changes you want to make and the habits you want to foster and the person you want to become and the goals you want to meet and attain this year. But figuring it out for yourself, not because it's the new year, but because it's a time to plant seeds. Um, the winter is considered a cosmic void. It's a time to sit and hibernate and reflect and get clear and to start planting your seeds so that come in the spring, which is the astrological new year, you can see things starting to sprout for you. But harvesting doesn't happen until the fall, until the, um, the fall equinox. So, you know, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to share this because my friend and I were talking about this the other day and I was like, maybe I need to make a podcast on it. She's like, well, if you're feeling it and I'm feeling it, chances are someone else is feeling it. And I've always been of the mentality that, you know, if what I'm going through and experiencing or gaining insight on is going to help at least one person, then it's worth talking about. That's actually what I built my entire career off of is that entire um, kind of moral principle. And every time I talk about something that is current, um, or is reflective or that I am growing through or more so have grown through um, or some sort of insight, I always find that it's it's well received because other people are experiencing it because I'm part of the collective as well. And um, I think that's the other thing that, you know, is a really big privilege of being a guide is sometimes I can like see and experience most times guides are seeing and experiencing things right before the collective does because they kind of have to get ahead of it to then help the collective through it which I, I love so much um but this is kind of where I've been at the last you know week or so the last two weeks um with everything and I just I don't know. I feel like we really need to follow our internal compass more. And that's something that I've always said and always taught. And I, it's something I do follow, but I feel like sometimes I just get a little pulled into the human dynamics of things. And as much as I am really trying to be here and be human and really ground myself into the human experience, I'm also trying to ensure that we know and that I know and fully integrate that my human experience doesn't have to look like anyone else's and it also doesn't have to follow their rules and that's just like a whole other level of embodiment that I'm kind of coming into um this year it feels like so that's honestly like a big rant literally I've been talking to you guys for over an hour um you guys like the long episodes though according to our statistics you really like the long episodes um and I really cannot believe that we hit 10 and a half K before we entered the new year. Like that was, that was like, I'm going to get emotional. Like that was insane to me. It's insane to me how many of you are listening. I had someone DM me. I went back on social media for the first couple of days of January just to kind of get all of my DMs um, cleared out, answered, um, and then make a post saying that I was going to be 
um, away from social media for an undetermined period of time. And one of you messaged me and shout out to you if you're listening was binging and maybe still is binging. I feel like at this point you've probably caught up. Then again, there's like a lot of episodes, but um, someone found our podcast and was listening to every episode from the beginning for like 10 hours a day because they work really long shifts and it made their shifts go by so much better, they said. But that was like literally mind blowing to me that like, and I've been getting more of you who are like starting the podcast and then like binging it. So thank you so much. Like, like I'm so glad that you guys are finding this community and um, that it's benefiting you. I love showing up on the podcast in all honesty. It is seriously one of my greatest joys. Um, I love just sitting in front of this microphone and telling you guys what is on my mind, um, whether it's, you know, like today, my own personal takes on things or um, teaching you wisdom that I've come into, which let me kind of segue into that. Um, I, like I said, I thrive with long form content. And I am going to be back on um, YouTube at some point in the beginning of the new year. Um, I really want to just make YouTube videos because to me, it's a lot easier to put something in a 10, 15 minute YouTube video uh, than it is to put it in a 90 second reel. So I'm going to be trying that out and seeing how I like it. I do have vlogs from becoming an author um, and what that process was like. So I'll link it down below if you kind of want to see... the very beginning of my vlogging journey. Um, please bear with me. I will get better at it. Um, just like anything, you get better at it the more that you do it. But I had this idea in December because I really love writing and writing my book has been such like a clear indicator of that, that I decided that I wanted to do 22 days of blogs in the new year. So one for every day of the like quote work week. So last week, these are the topics that I released on the blog. I'm going to link it below. Um, Really good stuff. I include resources in it. And I'm also changing up the email um, list. Um, So what was formerly Weekly Wisdom and Moon News, where you got these like astrological updates and things like that, is changing a bit. Um, My heart really wasn't in the astrological updates, if I'm being honest. Like I would rather... I feel like that's something that I can make like a 90 second reel about, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what feels good and what doesn't feel daunting to create. Um, And it's not to say that astrological updates aren't coming. I'm probably going to be giving those at some point, whether it's on the podcast or in random emails. But I decided that I want to be able to direct you guys to content tools, resources and other content creators that are going to be really, really beneficial for your awakening for your spiritual path for your self-development for becoming the best version of yourself and part of that is these blog posts like I want to have like a reservoir of content where you ask me a question I can be like oh actually like I wrote about this on my blog here's the article let me know if you have questions um and some of these things are things that we've talked about on the podcast and I just kind of deep dive them some of them are not there's going to be a bit of like um like overlap with certain things, but it's very different the conversations I have about it verbally versus how it's written. So 
Um, the first article, the first five articles that are out on the Mads Mess blog are The Heart is the Sun of Your Being, which talks about heart consciousness and expanding out of the third dimension. How to Hear and Trust Your Intuition, which covers all of the clairs and examples of them. What is Consciousness? I think we had, do we have a podcast episode on that? I don't even remember. Um, the multidimensional human experience. So I referenced the CIA document. It's actually a part one of two blog. So like how we live multidimensionally and what this means um, as humans. And then the part two, which is the fifth and final blog from last week, which is existence beyond earth. So incarnations and life experiences um, in places like the Pleiades and Archerus, which I know I will do a podcast episode about because it's been highly requested. But if you want kind of like a general overview of that, um, it is available on the blog and you can read it and save it and comment on it if you enjoy it. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of the things that I've been working on and these things, although they can be challenging and hard and they take a lot of work and a lot of effort, there is something that in it feels so easy about it, so much easier than Instagram right now and social media. Um, so you can follow my social media by all means. I'll be back at some point. I love just being there for the stories. Uh, I love posting stories and that is something that I've really missed the last couple of days. I've been like, oh, I wonder what, wonder how the community is doing, but I also um, feel good about the fact that people are going to tune in on the podcast. So um, hopefully, um, you know, you guys know that I, I care about how you're doing. And again, my time off social media has nothing to do with you guys. It just has to do with needing quiet and needing to figure out how I'm going to show up there. Um, interestingly enough, I saw in my birth chart that that's actually a challenging aspect that I have in between two of my planets. So it's like your moral compass and your vision and the knowledge you have and everything like that is very clear, but it's how to word it and express it. That's not. And I was like, mm, nice. Love that. And then I was like, why did I choose that? Like, what is that reflecting? Like what part of my soul history is that reflecting? Why is that a challenge that I particularly wanted for this life? You know, all the introspective shit. But anyways, I hope that you've enjoyed this 75 minute episode more or less. Um, no idea how I'm titling this because it was very ranty, but I hope you enjoyed it nonetheless. I hope that you're having an amazing start to the new year. I hope that everything that you're starting new and starting fresh and setting yourself up for this year is because you truly desire it and you want to see how much of your own potential you can reach and that it has nothing to do with how people are going to view you um, and you're not trying to be like someone else. You're just trying to be like yourself, like your soul, like the best you that you ever could want to be um and i will be seeing you next week i'm probably going to be doing like one or two episodes a week um we're going to be doing the every monday episode for january but i might throw in i might throw in a couple extras um i feel like i've got lots to say so you might get some surprise episodes throughout the week um in addition to monday episodes but I hope that you've enjoyed this. Uh, thank you for letting me share all of these updates that I've had over these last three weeks. And I will see you in the next one. Go be your divine self this week. You got this. I love you. <laughs>